Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Thursday Night Ricky for another week. I'm joined this week by uh, one of the young guns of the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship, Lucas Ramsey. Seems to have been around it for, for forever and a day, but uh, great to have you on board as a, as a driver this year, Lucas, and uh, great to have you on board Thursday Night Ricky. Yeah, no, thanks. Uh, it's the first year, obviously, doing NZRC, so I'm pretty happy to be on here and, you know, see how we get here. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it does, doesn't seem like that long ago, mate. Um, you know, we were negotiating licences with entries and things like that. I think City of Auckland Rally, your first rally, what, did you get your learner's licence the day before Ricky or, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> uh, it was pretty conditional. Um, went in and set my license on Thursday. If, if I failed, there was no Auckland Rally. But if I passed, I could do Auckland Rally. So went in on the Thursday and set my learner's license and, yep, passed it. So then we put the OL plates on and crack off to Ricky for my first Ricky and got my license yesterday. And so we were away for the Auckland Rally, really. It's pretty hit and miss until the last minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty... Awesome to have um, you know, a young fella coming up, coming up 18, not even 18, you can't even go buy a beer, um, you know, in, in the championship. Not that, that's probably a good thing, you know, we don't condone drinking and driving by any stretch. Um, mm. it, you know, you did a, did a few rallies last year, um, had that trusty little mirage. Um, what sort of inspired you to, to take the step up to the NZRC and how did it come about that you ended up in the um, the R2 Fiesta that's had some pretty pretty cool names behind the wheel over the years? Um, well, pretty much it, I obviously did Wong Ray um, in my Mirage and blew the gearbox. And, you know, as, as the old man, um, he can build a grunty engine, but a grunty engine needs a good gearbox. And uh, it blew the gearbox and we had no solution but something bigger and better and we sort of thought about where I wanted to go and how far I wanted to take rallying. And um, so we sort of sat back and, and I used my old man's car for Hawke's Bay uh, round for the, of, of just to get a little bit more mileage in. And then um, obviously by then I was working at that time. So I brought some funds through and uh, managed to actually just wait a little bit longer and be able to own the car outright. So uh, we purchased the car uh, November uh, yeah, November, and um, couldn't get it because we were in lockdown for a long time. <laughs> yes. Couldn't get it until we got out of lockdown and then uh, managed to get in. I think I got it on the Saturday and the weekend afterwards. We we're doing a rally sprint in it. So, um, yeah, it, it, took, it took a bit to get there. But, I mean, all hard work pays off, as some people say, and do the mahi, get the treats. So we've done that and um, pretty much pretty much got the car that I've always wanted to have. And, you know, I've always said to Dad, oh, look, an R2's for sale. But... No, nah, we're not. I can't afford it. Can't do it. Can't make it work. No. And then this time, everything just synced, and and you know, then we knew. Okay, this is what it's going to be, and this is how we can make it work. We've seen those M Sport cars between the the STs and the R twos, uh, fantastic training ground. So many, uh, you know, stars of the sport now have come through that formula, um, and and the next crop of of stars for the future are still coming through that formula. What makes them? so good um I, i'd never really had i always look at a fiesta and go oh not a fiesta you know like oh i don't want one you know <laughs> and then i brought one and i think i me and dad did oh dad sat with me for the first run of the rally sprint and we both looked at each other at the end and went wow that it's got the grip it's got the power it's not overpowered, but you just got to, you know, you, you strangle them and run them and make them work for what they need to do and i mean i'm nowhere near the full potential of that car and already I'm as a driver stepped up the game to be with what the car is at a low level 
So you need a, you know, it's it's a lot to handle, but it's a big step and it, it's an easy step. It's not like you're jumping two steps to get to where the speed is. It, it takes you and it just literally goes, look, hold on. I'm going to take you for a ride and off we go, you know, and, and you, and in Otago, I was like, okay, I'm not expecting anything, not, you know, going, going down to finish basically was my goal and, and coming away with, I think it was fourth, fourth and cat two. And I mean, you know, finishing every stage, no dramas is just a clean run. And, and, and that's, they're reliable little cars. Yeah. Everyone calls them the shopping trolleys, but Hey, still gets the groceries home on a Sunday night. Um, we can get, can get the job done, but it's, it's really consistency and, and it's got, you know, Riga suspension. Okay. Not everyone has the city of sequential, but mine's got the city of, uh, sequential in them 1600. So it's a little bit less engine capacity of the other than the STs being, uh, two liter 1800. Um, so it, it is slower, but it still has the pace and it's been proven the likes of Max Bailey, Mike Sheen, you know, those guys are proven that it can be right at the top. Same with, um, Brendan, who I brought it off. So they're definitely proven to be at the top. And it's just really the driver down to the driver and mileage, really getting the case and you're about to be able to take it. We've seen you this year. As you say, you went to Otago. You you finished every stage this year, which, you know, is is quite a feat in its own right. And and I think myself and and Simon have talked about what a mature approach it's been. How is, I mean, is that something that you've really had your mind set around or is it just that's the way it's worked out? Um, well, coming coming in as obviously rookie first year in NZRC. For me, yep. that was my biggest goal. Look, if if I'm going to be in a class, okay, we're in the cat two. I'm not in the pace of what the top guys are at. I might be close, might not be. I don't know where I'm at, but my rookie was my ultimate goal. So it's basically keep it clean. You know, we may lay a time here, time there, but just consistency and, and finishing. And obviously, JP, who also is in Cat 2, is running in the rookie class. So um, it, that was my main goal in a rookie. And then, obviously, you go down Otago. never been to South Island to go rallying before. Never competed in the South Island. So going down Otago was a huge step to just take it over an island. And, you know, huge speed down there compared to what the north is. And then you come from huge speed in Dunedin to the complete opposite in Wangarei. But, um, I mean, I struggled a bit in, in Wangarei. Obviously, my brake discs were warped and had to change them on the first day, which then obviously confidence level with braking, and that struggled a lot on the first day to get anywhere at any pace. And then the second day, just everything just clicked with Sean, obviously first time in the NZRC as well, third rally. Everything just clicked, and it was just super – like, it was just awesome to be able to experience that. But – it's um it's pretty it's pretty big a year like um to do six rounds is quite huge for your first year in NZRC but it's a goal that as a rookie you need to finish every stage because consistency is is the key you know absolutely um you touched on yeah your first uh, first time in South Island and it's it is is it's almost like a whole different country down there isn't it and I guess a new rally as well how do you approach that's uh, compared to, say, going back to Whangarei where you've been previously? Uh, well, you, you sort of, you know, you take a lot more caution when you're doing recce of, you know, okay, I'm going to be carrying a lot more speed than what I normally would be. Where do I need to break? Do I need to pull the corner and slower so that you know that you need to pull up in time? Um, look, there might be a corner in here with a rut or don't hit the rock or don't go wide here. Just you caution a lot more things that you probably don't, 
need to caution you're still going just as fast but you're more weary of what's going on around whereas when you come to Wong Ray, you know you you're you know what you're expecting whereas in the south island you have no idea what to expect you've seen it from a spectator junction but that's one little 300 meter section there, there's so many more k's that that no one else can see but it, it's a lot a lot more to take in and know what what you need to do to make sure that it's in the middle of the road all the time Timaru, you were um, you're saying there's a couple of little niggling problems, but all, all in all, you know, a reasonable result as well. Yeah, yeah, no, Timaru, Timaru obviously the second time back in South Island, so um, yeah, no, start start off with um, the first stage being so fast. I mean, four Ks and it was over before you knew it. Um, but then that sort of got the groove, and then struggled a bit in that second stage because obviously the hill climb a little little front wheel drive, but. Obviously, um, struggled a bit in there and then sort of got back on my feet. And then, uh, you had a few, it was down on power a bit, but you know, you just managed and made it made it work to what you needed to do. And we still finished, um, well and truly every stage with not one drama at all across the whole rally. So we we're pretty stoked with that. And to come away with second rookie because of obviously Dave Ollis in the four wheel drive running cap five. So coming away with second, that was you know quite considerable for what I'd done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've had, as you say, two firsts and a second, and you've got that battle going on with with JP amongst the rookies as well as in Cat Two. It's been a, a great battle, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like it's definitely a. Uh, I don't know. You know, you do a rally sprint, and you think, oh yeah, we're all within ten seconds. That's cool. But then you come out of the first day of a rally, and you're like three and a half minutes, and it's like. Where's that gone? Like, where, where is that gone? You know, and then and then so you sit there, and then you know, okay, the Jordan, Charlie, and Bryn and Dylan, they're all and Jackson, they're all having their own battle. But meanwhile, me and JP are still having our little battle at the back. That okay, look at Timaru, we're all separated by 0.7, I think, of a second overall coming into yeah. service. Like, even that on its own, it's like, okay, what am I going to do now? Like, you know. Yeah, it's it's certainly quite a phenomenal battle when you go back and look at the time. It's like, oh, second, half a second, second, half a second. Yeah, there, yeah. there was so little in it. Like, do you get nerves or anything like that when when um, it's that To be honest, I'm one of the person. I'm, I'm one of the people that I just look at the uh, the times at at lunch, and yep. I look at the times at the end of the day. So when you come into a lunch service, oh, he's point seven. Okay, what am I going to do? Get to the end of the rally. Okay. Okay, if we're right in a battle for two, three stages, might have a look if we've got service or not. But it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me because then it gets in the in your head a lot more than what it needs to. So if you can just sort of put it in, focus, do what you need to do to get to the end and keep up the pace that you're holding, then you should be fine. I mean, JP, we, me and JP were changing stage times for probably every stage, I'm pretty sure, throughout Timaru. So it, it was quite it was quite a close battle, even though I, I'm not a person that looks at times because then that just it, you just feel so far behind. But when you look after a rally, you go, okay, that's that's made an improvement from Wong Ray. We're closer to you know the likes of Brendan Charlie getting closer. I think I was closest for oh, seven seconds in one stage, ten seconds to those guys. So going from forty seconds a stage to you know we're closing in. We're not there, but we're closing in and making that progress. But you know as steps taken. Is that a yardstick that you you use quite often, ch- checking where you're at in comparison with the likes of, of as you say, Bryn and Charlie and and those guys towards the front of the class? Um, it's not it's not a, a a checking point every every time I look. I look at where I am, who's around me. You know, you look at the same five people that are around you every rally, and that's you know you take those steps every time. Okay, I've knocked those five off. Who's my next five that I need to look at? And and that is that is a big thing. You know, like. Yeah, there's eight of us in that class, 
but I think the top five have got a chance of being in the in at least the top three. He's actually all six of us have got a chance of still being in the top three of the championship. You know, like so it, it is quite tight. But for me, I don't want to risk everything to get to get to just be within the time. I want to take my time and manage the drive so that it's not a huge leap. And then obviously, you know, I don't want to end in. In a, in a crash or something because the affordability to fix something now is too far too far gone. Absolutely, unfortunately, that's a, a part of it. Um, you know, it's one one person that you've had a fair bit to do with. You're a second generation driver. Your father, Chris or Rambo, we've all known him for a long time. We see him in, in the co-driver seat and the driver's seat now. Um, yeah, you know, 25 years ago, he was running right at the front of the national championship. Um, how useful is that to have? someone like him on on tap um and i guess what what do you take away and what do you not take away um well i i mean it's 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 really handy being at home going hey we've been in this situation what would i do differently and being able to discuss something with someone who's got the experience and even though you might not take all of it on board you'll take what you need to take to create your own vision to yes. make sure that what what need what's needed is you know make, making sure that that's right and I mean unfortunately Dad had a had the brake mishap at Wangarei and he was spectating for the afternoon. Well, that night you got a bit of a bollocking. Hey, we're not driving a rear wheel drive Nesco here. We're driving a we're driving <laughs> a, a front wheel drive Fiesta. Drive it straight. It's fast. Don't drive it sideways. It isn't going to work. You know so. And things like that, little bits and pieces that you take in, completely, it changed everything. Second day of Wangarei was a complete different, and that was still in my head. Don't drive it like a rear-wheel drive. Drive it straight. Make it fast. And, and and that's the thing. And when you don't have that, it's quite hard to compensate with other – you can't do it with a rival or – and you know, you can, might be able to do it with a close competitor, but it's not the same when you've got them at home in the back doorstep going, hey, Dad, what do you think of this or – what do you think? It, you when you're not got that, you have to do it on your own, and it's quite hard to make those steps. But you get there. It's just a long length of time. Absolutely, and I guess quite handy too, having someone that's relatively handy as an engineer on the cars as well. Yeah, yeah, no, that that does come in handy. I mean, one way we broke the gear lever on the second day coming back into service, so. Dad, can you come and weld up the gear lever for us? And, you know, <laughs> I mean, he comes and weld and weld away. I need this, I need that. Yeah, no, that's fine. And and so, I mean, if that was me and, and my team of young boys, you know, young crew, we need to make sure that we're keeping the young people coming through. It's We can't, we, we know how to weld. Ain't going to mean it's going to hold a gear lever for another 3,000 pulls, you know, in the afternoon. So <laughs> um, we need to just make sure. And, and, I mean, it's nice having the facility at home to be able to service cars, maintain the cars. I mean, if you didn't have that, I don't think the reliability would be in them enough, you know. Yep, absolutely. Well, hey, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. It's been great to get a bit of an insight into um, your rookie season in the NZRC. Um for all you out at home, you know, keep an eye on Lucas's progress across the year. He's a, he's a star of the future for sure. Um, and keep an eye out on, on our channels tomorrow. We've got a, a fairly significant announcement Friday. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And we look forward to catching up with you all next week. Cheers. Thank you.